0: Welcome to How to Live Cancer Free with Bill Henderson, best-selling author of three books on healing cancer successfully. Now, here is Bill Henderson.
1: Hello folks, thanks for tuning in to How to Live Cancer Free today. Introducing today the cancer, the How to Live Cancer Free show will be Brad Saul. Brad is the president of Matrix Media, which is uh, a company that owns, among other things, Web Talk Radio and and lots of radio stations around the country. Uh, Brad has been a pioneer in the radio business for a long, long time and knows a lot of things of interest to you. So I would suggest you listen to him carefully, and I'll be back shortly.
2: Thanks, Bill. If you've been tuning in the past few weeks, you know we've been spending a lot of time talking about the potential dangers of soy products. They're all from the findings of Dr. Janie Little. If you've not been around the past few weeks to hear the discussion of these really important topics, my suggestion is to go back into the archives and take a listen to the past few shows so you get a better understanding of what all of this is about. Given the dangers of soy that we've been talking about up to this point, soy fans who point to Asia's low breast cancer incidence are mistaken. They're mistaken when they give soy the credit for it. Not only is the soy in Asia fermented over several seasons, and by therefore it removes a lot of the natural toxins of soy, as we talked about in earlier broadcast, but one also needs to take into consideration other factors like Asia's high vegetable, low meat diet, the higher activity levels and lower obesity levels in Asia, and and a lot of other factors, too. In addition, and contrary to Western assumptions, the Japanese and Chinese actually consume smaller amounts of soy, and they only use it as a condiment rather than as a substitute for meat. Back here in the United States, the marketing and promotion of soy is, to say the least, relentless. It's now extensively incorporated into school lunch programs. It's in diet beverages. It's in our day-to-day food items, things you wouldn't even think about. Think about it when you're eating things like, well, supermarket breads, canned soups, pizza, cake mixes, muffins, chocolate, tortillas, canned tunas, even some baby foods, hot chocolate, frozen foods. In fact, it's hidden in just about 60% of the food products we consume today. Here are a couple of additional points I want you to think about. Contrary to what Proponents of soy will say, growing soy is not good for the environment. In fact, most soy is genetically modified, grown on farms that use pesticides that are both toxic and, in fact, carcinogenic. In addition, soy often takes the place of locally grown crops that are grown by the indigenous population. Thus, it transfers the value of processing to that of multinational corporations. Not exactly words you want to hear. Second, and this is just a piece of advice don't feed your young infant any product containing soy. The phytoestrogens, second, and this is just my own piece of personal advice, I would strongly recommend not feeding your newborn baby any soy product or any product containing soy. The phytoestrogens in soy can result in estrogen levels equivalent to those children who are receiving over five birth control pills per day. The result of all of that is a suppression of testosterone in male children, and that can result in abnormal sex organ development. And in women and female children, it causes excessively early onset of puberty with resultant raised risk of breast cancer, later on in life, all due to the prolonged lifetime exposure to estrogen. In addition, as a result of the endocrine-disruptive nature of the phytoestrogens, these children become prone to autoimmune thyroid disease as they get older. If that wasn't bad enough, the inhibition of protein enzymes can cause poor protein absorption and even stunt growth. Vegetarians have been encouraged to consume soy as a source of vitamin B12. Well, the compound that resembles B12 in soy can't be utilized by the body, and in fact, it creates a greater requirement for the consumption of this vitamin which causes exacerbating deficiencies. So, when you add that, the blocking effect of the minerals, calcium, magnesium, iron, and zinc, those vegetarians and vegans who replace their meat and dairy with intake from soy products, they are at higher risk for suffering multiple severe mineral deficiencies. Who would have thunk it? One or two other things to keep in mind. Soy can cause severe, and in some cases, fatal food allergies. Talk with your doctor about it. It also weakens the immune system, and although soy has no cholesterol, For those who understand the true life-saving role of cholesterol, you know that lowering your cholesterol doesn't prevent you from getting heart disease. Since soy is hidden in lots of products, as we've talked about, avoiding it is not easy. But here's some things to keep in mind. Eat fresh and unprocessed foods. You can't hide soy in natural foods. Use real butter instead of margarine or butter substitutes. They all contain soybean oil. Avoid microwave meals. Many contain soy. Same thing is true with vegetable oil, and that usually contains soy oil as part of the mix. Use olive oil, canola oil, or flaxseed oil. Read the labels on the products that you buy. Make your own healthy homemade muffins. Use the bread machine. Make it at home. Make it yourself. That way you know exactly what you put into them. And finally, avoid all canned and frozen foods whenever and wherever you can. And once again, read the labels. If you see soy or a soy additive on it, take that as a caution sign. As far as soy itself goes, whether it's soy itself, soy milk, and even tofu, you want to stay away from them altogether. Only the soy products that have been fermented the traditional way in the Far East, such as things like miso or tempeh or even natto, are okay to eat in small quantities. In summary... The introduction of modern soy and soy products over the past several decades is having and will continue to have a highly hazardous impact on the health of millions of people, and that'll be true unless we begin to educate ourselves and look beyond just the propaganda. If you want to prevent or treat cancer or simply want to optimize your own health, You've got to take steps to avoid intentional and inadvertent soy intake, whenever and wherever possible. The bottom line is soy, the way it is consumed and the products that we've talked about today and over the previous few weeks, is just not safe for human consumption. If you've got further questions about this or any doubts about it at all, talk with your physician. Get his or her input before making any decisions about what you want to do. In most cases, they'll give you the answer that works best for you. That's a look at cancer in the news this week. I'm Brad Saul. Now back to you, Bill.
1: Hello, folks. This is Bill Henderson with How to Live Cancer Free. I want you to listen to this show today because it's one of the best that I've done in the last three and a half years or so of doing this show. And while I get my affairs in order to update my book to the fourth edition, which has taken me a lot of time and a lot of demands on my time, as well as another project I'm working on, I want you to enjoy these best of shows as we call them. So, listen up folks, you're going to enjoy this one. You know, I've been trying for the last 25 years to find something that would help me with my uh, swollen prostate problem. Uh, Men my age, I'm 79, men a lot younger than me, in their late 50s or even mid 50s and on, have prostate problems. The prostate generally gets larger and it interferes with your urination, and certainly mine has and i've tried a dozen different products including a couple of prescription meds over these last twenty some years and found nothing finally finally i found something that worked for me it's called prostabel, and this is equally as effective for prostate cancer as it is for swollen prostates like mine if you are a gentleman with prostate problems, I would strongly recommend you try some of this because it's the first thing that's worked for me. It has two plant extracts in it. One is called Pau Pereira, others called Rawolfia vomitoria, believe it or not. Uh, One's from South America, one from Africa, but they were discovered by a gentleman named Mirko Beljansky, who was a researcher and and physicist in, in France for many years, and for about 45 years researched uh, products that would uh, affect the cells. And what he found very successfully was that this combination really helped with the prostate cells. So the product is called Bell. It comes from a company called Natural Source International in New York. Their website is natural-source.com at the website you'll find that there is also a ladies version called Lady Bell, which is a special formula designed for women and uh, combines the same plant extracts but it also has some golden leaf ginkgo in it which is known for its enzymatic regulation and cell protection activity so the ladies product is there, the men's product ProstaBell take a look at at natural-source.com, and be sure if you order by phone or over the website, either one, that you mention you heard about it from me, because what you'll get is a 20% discount on your first order. So be sure and mention Bill Henderson's name. We're going to talk to you today about some foods that help to both fend off cancer and to treat it. So for both prevention and treatment need to listen today to our Cancer in the News segment, which will be coming up shortly. After that, I'm going to interview Raymond Francis again in the second half of the show, and I think you'll enjoy hearing him. He's a very, very competent healer and a wonderful source of information. But before we get into that, I'd like to talk to you about a new product that's come from one of our sponsors at Our Health Co-op. It's called Constant Health. You will not believe this product. It is full of immune-boosting and antioxidants in a powder that goes very well into your smoothie. If you're doing cottage cheese and flaxseed oil in the morning, as my wife and I are every morning, we enjoy putting this into it because it's so easy to mix with the smoothie and it does a wonderful job on your liver, your intestines, and it gives you dozens of antioxidants and disease-fighting nutrients, detoxifiers, and a lot of fiber. Great stuff. It's called Constant Health. It's a powder, and you can take one scoop of it, will dramatically improve its uh, effect on your body. To get this product, you go to the com website, com. If you prefer, of course, you can call their order desk at 1-800-667-0781 or from outside the United States area 561-863-5300. Ask for constant health, you'll love it. I take transfer points beta-glucan every morning simply because I know how strong an immune-boosting product it is. Believe me, this is a unique product. There are lots of beta-glucans on the market. A.J. Lanigan told me that the word glucan You can pretty well equate to the word paint, because there are lots of different glucan products on the market. This one comes from yeast, which is unusually good for enhancing your immune system and for making the neutrophil cells recognize cancer cells. This is a very, very important product, and it is unique. So, I would strongly suggest you get some of this to try it out. You can get the website is www.aboutbetaglucan.com forward slash B special in lowercase B special. That'll get you a lower price than the normal price. You can call Phyllis or Michael if you prefer at 1 800 746 7640. They're on Eastern Time in Atlanta. From outside the United States, it's area 678. Five six zero one eight zero eight. The second thing I take in the morning is the product called Barley Power, P-O-W-E-R. It's not a powder. It's little green pills, and these are processed in such a way that they retain all the properties of barley, and believe it or not, barley has all the enzymes in the human body in it if it is processed correctly and it retains all of them. But in addition, of course, it has 72 trace minerals and 20 amino acids. So your body's getting a huge dose of help for both prevention and treatment from these little green pills. I usually recommend that cancer patients take about 20 of them a day, which isn't very expensive. It costs about 80 cents for those 20 a day. I take about eight or nine in the morning and that's the only time I I take them. It's very convenient, but it keeps my body alkaline as well as providing me with all the enzymes. It's difficult to determine what enzymes you're short of and to take products that specifically provide those enzymes, so this is a blunderbuss approach, literally, which says give your body every enzyme it has and it will discard those it doesn't need and use the ones, gratefully, that it does need. To get some of this product, all you have to do is go to greensupreme.net where you'll find other products that they have that are wonderful. Or you can call them in Pennsylvania. It's 1-800-358-0777. And if you're outside the United States, area 724-946-9057. Well, cancer in the news. What I'd like to talk about today, and possibly next week, because I've been doing some research on this, and I have quite a few items to cover. We may not have time to do them all today, but I want to cover some of the foods that are helpful for cancer treatment and for prevention because many of you who have experienced cancer in your families want to prevent it from happening to you and your loved ones again. And there are simple ways to do that, by the way. One of the simplest and easiest is chocolate, dark chocolate. In my most recent newsletter, there was a recipe for dark chocolate which you can make which is completely healthy. The reason, of course, is that it's been proven through numerous studies that the antioxidants in chocolate do all kinds of good things to your body. For example, they lower the blood sugar and the cholesterol. The cocoa has one of the highest concentrations of antioxidants of any food in the form of flavonoids, catechin and epicatechin, they're called. The ORAC scores, which is a way of measuring antioxidants, the oxygen radical absorbance capacity, is called, rates cocoa higher than most foods, including green tea or red wine. The darker the chocolate, the more health benefits, so the white chocolate bars unfortunately don't help you out. But if you go to the website beatingcancergently.com, with hyphens between the words, that's my website, and take a look at the most recent newsletter there's an archive there of two years' worth of newsletters, and most recent one has a recipe for dark chocolate that you can make at home, and I would suggest you do that and try it out, because there's no more pleasant way that I know of to prevent cancer than to eat some dark chocolate. Another thing you might want to try, if you haven't, is a moderate dose of red wine, which contains something called resveratrol. There's been a lot of studies of this recently, and Mike Adams was kind enough to put together an article with a lot of different references to the benefits of resveratrol in red wine and how they affect your health. This is an incredibly deeply studied subject, and I think the reason, of course, is that people like to drink wine, as I do occasionally, and what we found is that the health aspects of red wine are much better than than those of white wine, and particularly if that wine comes from a cold climate such as France. The resveratrol itself is an antioxidant which is found in many foods, but most abundantly in peanuts and red grapes, and of course the red wine from a cold climate such as France is a particularly good source. It is less concentrated in red wines from the warmer climates such as California, Italy, Spain, or Portugal. Studies from the University of Illinois have shown that the number of early breast lesions and skin cancers in mice dropped dramatically when they were given high doses of resveratrol. And that's from a book called Antioxidants Against Cancer by Ralph Moss, a famous Ph.D. who's written about 13 books on cancer. Here's another quote. Virtually every pathway for tumor growth and propagation is blocked by resveratrol. Researchers appear to have developed a consensus that low concentrations of resveratrol cannot only counteract tumor initiation, but can inhibit tumor cell survival. Resveratrol targets the very machinery inside the cells that promote tumor cell survival. It appears to be able to concentrate its action on tumor cells rather than healthy cells. Resveratrol has also had the ability to induce cancer cells, but not normal cells, to die off. This is from a book called You Don't Have to Be Afraid of Cancer Anymore by Bill Sardi. And I certainly agree with Bill. There is no reason to fear cancer. If your knowledge were as great as mine after 10 years of researching this virtually every day, the fear of cancer would go away. And I certainly hope that it will for you folks because there is no real need to fear it. Cancer can easily be overcome if you understand that it is a normal part of the body's metabolism that occurs to you every day of your life, literally, and is handled by the immune system. When it's temporarily overpowered, you can reverse it easily by just simply changing some parts of your lifestyle that are contributing to the cancer. And that's what we talk about in my book, which is available at the website I mentioned earlier, beatingcancergently.com, with hyphens between the words. The book is called Cancer-Free, Your Guide to Gentle, Non-Toxic Healing. And if you haven't read it yet, you might want to do that. There is another study that is a little less positive here, unfortunately. It's called Colon Cancer Caused by Western Diet. Another story in the Natural News of Mike Adams here. I will read you a couple of quotes here. I think you'll get the idea. A so-called Western diet eaten by the majority of Americans and many Europeans is loaded with meat, fat, and processed foods. It also lacks complex carbohydrates, of course, which are the vegetables and fruit that we all need. You put those facts together and you have a perfect recipe for developing colon cancer. Professor Stephen O'Keefe from the University of Pittsburgh stated before the Society for General Microbiology meeting at Harrogate International Center in the United Kingdom on March 31st this year. In a statement to the media, Professor O'Keefe explained that when people eat a healthy diet with lots of complex carbohydrates, they have significant internal populations of bacteria called firmicutes, whatever those are, These microorganisms take undigested residues of both proteins and starches in the colon and turn them into short-chain fatty acids and vitamins, including folate and biotin, which maintain a healthy colon. One type of these fatty acids, called butyrate, not only keeps gut walls healthy, but also keeps cell growth and differentiation under control, probably the reason butyrate has been shown in human studies to reduce the risk of colon cancer. What you may not be aware of is that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer-related deaths in adults in Western communities. Professor O'Keefe says our results suggest that a diet that maintains the health of the colon wall is also one that maintains general body health and reduces heart disease. Really important stuff here, folks. The, uh, The American diet, with its emphasis on cooked food and meat, particular beef and pork is really unhealthy and there's lots of things you can do to simply change your diet eat a lot less meat a lot less pork Uh, eat if you need protein which we all do you can get it from vegetables if you will and occasionally some fish and chicken and some eggs which are relatively healthy if they are free-range chicken eggs and not those that are artificially produced by chickens in captivity. There are very healthy ways to get protein from vegetables. And, of course, at the same time, you get the important complex carbohydrates. So emphasize the veggies, reduce the animal protein, and try to stay away as much as possible from cooked food, and you'll do your colon a huge favor. And avoid the the colorectal cancer, which is so common among cancers in the United States in particular, but all all civilized countries really have the same thing. One of the things, of course, that's been found to protect against cancer, and all of you probably heard this, is broccoli. You may not like broccoli, and I personally do. I enjoy it, both uh, steamed and raw in salads, actually. But they have done a study of this. It has concluded that a chemical that naturally occurs in broccoli may help protect the lungs against the damage that heads to lung disease, according to a study conducted by researchers from Johns Hopkins School of Medicine and published in the American Journal of Respiratory and Critical Care Medicine. And what they're saying is that the cells of the lung suffering from this COPD, which is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, were found to be deficient in a protein produced by a gene called NFR2, which regulates a variety of processes that clear out toxins and pollutants from the lungs. Perhaps for this reason, the lungs also had significantly lower levels of antioxidants and the proteins that prevent antioxidants from degrading. The more severe the COPD, the lower the levels of antioxidants and all these proteins. So again, broccoli, if you don't like it, try it anyway, in both steamed and raw form, and see which you like the best. Believe me, it is a wonderful treat for your body, even though you may not find it, initially at least, particularly interesting. Your body certainly will thank you for it. We have a wonderful interview for you coming up here, so stay tuned, folks. I would like to tell you again about my three wonderful sponsors, The Barley Power pills that I recommend are really very, very helpful to your body in a number of different ways. And it's so easy to take these because you simply take them a few minutes before you eat and it will help with your digestion because among other enzymes, they have the digestive enzymes in them. But they also have 72 trace minerals, 20 amino acids. They have a huge dose of alkalinity for your body, which is very important to cancer patients. And I have known people literally, and I know them, they're still alive, who have recovered from their extreme cancers using just this product. Now, I don't ever recommend people do that and rely on one product, but this one has healed extreme cases of cancer all by itself, and thats it's so powerful that you really can't av- avoid having this if you have cancer. It's really important. To get some of this, just pick up the phone and call 1-800-358-0777. They're on Eastern Time in Pennsylvania. If you're outside the United States, call area 724-946-9057. The website is greensupreme.net. My friends at Our Health Co-op have recently come out with a product called Constant Health, which I would like you to try. You can find this at makinghealthaffordable.com. It's a powder which you can add to the smoothies that you make in the morning. Hopefully most of you are doing cottage cheese and flaxseed oil smoothies as I am every morning. My wife and I do this without fail every day, and I have been doing it for over six years now. And I find that one of the primary reasons for my good health is this particular product. So I've recently begun adding this constant health to it, which is a great source of antioxidants, disease-fighting nutrients, detoxifiers, and fiber. It's a protein powder made from a gentle rice protein, and it delivers these wide-ranging benefits in an all-in-one drink mix product that some people also use as a low-calorie meal replacement. Try some of this. You can get it by calling their order desk at 1-800-667-0781, Outside the United States, try area 561-863-5300. They are located in Florida, and of course they're on Eastern Time. Wonderful people at our health co-op. The first thing I take every morning is called Transfer Point Beta Glucan, and it's a form of immune-boosting product that is unique in the sense that it will activate within your body over 60 percent of your immune system cells to become more sensitive to things like cancer and to help your body's immune system control it. It also of course keeps you from colds and flu and any other form of viral disease and I certainly have not experienced any of those since I've been taking this product. It's been about two and a half years now that I've been on the transfer points beta-glucan and I would not trade it for any other immune boosting product frankly to get some of this you want to go to a website called aboutbetaglucan.com forward slash B special which is a special discount price for listeners to this show if you prefer call phyllis or michael at 1-800-746-7640 again these folks are on eastern time in atlanta if you want to call from outside the United States, the number is 678, area code 5601808. Stay tuned now, folks. We have an interesting interview coming up with Raymond Francis, the author of Never Be Sick Again. And believe me, if the book ever had an appropriate title, that's it. Stay tuned. Hello, folks. We have a great guest for you today. Again, Raymond Francis, who's been with me a couple of times in the past. Some of you probably heard him, but those of you who haven't, you're in for a real treat. Raymond is a wonderful healer and has done a lot of work in healing with all kinds of approaches, but mainly simplifying the process of defining what disease is and getting people to understand how simple it is really to reverse, even though the causes of it might be fairly complex and we'll talk about that a little bit, but certainly reversing it isn't all that difficult and Raymond's figured it out for himself and for hundreds and hundreds of other people. He is a chemist and an MIT graduate and recognized now for his leadership in the health field He's a chairman and CEO of a company called Beyond Health Corporation, and we'll talk about how to get to that website here shortly. He also is a founder of something called The Project to End Disease, and I attended one of the meetings and met Raymond in person in January and enjoyed very much talking to him. And he has a new book that he's working on on cancer, which we'll talk about a little bit, and it's going to be a major work, I think, from what he's telling me about it. It sounds terrific. Raymond, thank you again for joining me and helping people with your information.
0: Oh, Bill, well, thank you very much for inviting me and um, talk about people who are helping people with information. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> you're, you're doing well, a fabulous job. Done, well, thank uh, you. A great I, public service.
1: Yeah, I hope I can do at least as well as, as you. <laughs> The the book you wrote called Never Be Sick Again, I'm looking at at the cover of it right now, it says health is a choice, learn how to choose it. I I like that approach, and of course you also say that there's only one disease, and we need to talk a little bit about that, and two causes, and six pathways. This is a very interesting concept, and one that I think will help people by simplifying somewhat their approach to what's wrong with them. Tell us about the concept of one disease first, if you
0: would that came about um, as a result of my own illness. and, and my, uh, I, my, I almost died. I came very close to death, and I had to use my own knowledge of biochemistry uh, to save my life. And then after that, um, I realized that people without my scientific knowledge would not have been able to save their lives. They would have died.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. What, did, wanted, you do, what did you do to recover?
0: Well, uh, to begin with, I just took some vitamin C, and that saved my life. I'll be darned. I mean, I was with inches of death when I I took some vitamin C, and within 36 hours, it it was significant enough to turn me around to where my uh, life signs started going back up again.
1: Well, how old were you then? Uh, I was uh,
0: 48 years old. 48? uh, Yeah.
1: That's a few years ago, I, th- I gather. A few years ago. I'm now,
0: I'm now 72. <laughs> oh. and, and by the way, I very, very rarely go to doctors and uh, but I just did, went to doctor, had a, a physical... And uh, here I am. I'm a 72-year-old. Everything is perfect. My blood pressure is perfect. My cholesterol is perfect. Uh, I've got my arteries down to age 26 now. (laughs) Uh, Five years ago, we measured my arteries. I was age 30 five years ago. Now I'm age 26. My goal is to have my arteries down to age 18 by the
3: time I'm 80.
1: <laughs> well, you're going backward in pretty good order here, it sounds like. Right.
3: You know, well,
1: what, did the, what did the doctors do? Did they give up on you when you were 48 years old oh, and yes, just say they, sorry they, about that? They gave
0: up. They Can't help you. I was a the goner. There was nothing nothing they could do. My liver was, my liver was gone. My liver was dead. Uh, they gave me a drug. The drug poisoned my liver, and my liver died. <laughs> oh my. And, and I was following the liver very Boy, rapidly. Yeah.
1: Pretty hard not to, isn't it?
0: Uh, yes, it is. And then I saved myself. And after that, when I realized that other people couldn't do what I had just done, yeah, I wanted to do something to help other people so that they could do it as well. And in an order to do that, you know, people are not so highly trained scientists like myself. I had to get something, put something together that was really simple. So simple that you could even teach it to a child. That was yeah. my goal. Okay. To reduce it to something so simple you can teach it to a child. And that's how I came out with One
3: Disease.
1: Yeah, okay. So there there are thousands of names that uh, physicians hang on these things that we find wrong with them. The symptom, you know, symptomology that they go through and the diagnosis and all this that sounds extremely complicated to people. How do we simplify it into One Disease?
0: Well, the, the thing is, it is extremely complicated because we've made it complicated. Right. If we look at who we are and how we started life, all of us started life as one single cell in our mother. That's how we started life.
3: Yeah, okay. Now
0: we're multi-trillion cell organisms. where We're made of tens of
2: trillions
0: of cells. Well, that's pretty hard to get your arms around, but if you think of yourself as one cell, That's pretty easy to get your arms around. If that one cell is functioning the way it's supposed to function, well, you can't be sick. There you go. The only way you can be sick is if the cell is malfunctioning, and that's what disease is. Disease is a malfunction of a massive number of cells in your body, uh, and we think of ourselves as a a thing, but we're, we're not a thing. Um, what we really are is we're a community of cells that are all acting together as a community, no different than the community that you live in.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, in fact, I try to tell people, hey, if you want a simple equation here, it's H equals C squared. Health equals cellular communication. If you can remember that, you get them communicating well again, you're probably going to be as well as you're ever going to be. So
0: Exactly. Uh, and they have to communicate. In order to cooperate with each other, Mm -hmm. here you have these trillions, tens of trillions of cells, unless they talk to each other, unless they cooperate with each other, you don't work right.
1: Yeah, and I like Bruce Lipton's approach where he took uh, cells with no nucleus in them, no DNA of any kind, and just these cell membranes, basically, and put them in some kind of petri dish or whatever, and said they communicated for two months with each other, even with just the cell membrane. So, you know, the cells are always trying to communicate very hard because they are naturally part of a community, right?
0: Exactly. Part of the community, and the cells in your big toe have to communicate with the cells in your brain and the body. We right. have to keep the body in what we call homeostasis. That means You have to keep your blood pressure within normal limits. You have to keep your blood sugar within normal limits. You have to keep your body temperature within normal limits. Sure. All of these things require what we in science call feedback mechanisms. Yeah. So it's like a thermostat in your your home. When it gets too cold, uh, the heat goes on. When it gets too hot, the air conditioning goes on. That's a feedback mechanism. It has to communicate. The, the thermostat has to communicate with the furnace, communicate with the air conditioner.
1: Yeah, and it's amazing. The cells use light, and they use electricity, they yes. use all kinds of hormones many, and enzymes and things to communicate. Many
0: different ways to communicate. Yeah, exactly. So
1: complex, but our uh,
0: job is to support all of that. Right. And the way you do it is this. Keep the cell functioning. Normally, when the cell functions normally, all of these complex things happen automatically.
3: Yep, okay, you don't
0: have to worry about them. (laughs) The body knows how to do it, and it does it all automatically. All you have to do is not screw it up. And the way to do that is simple cells malfunction for only two reasons they're not getting everything that they need to function properly, or they're getting something that's interfering with the metabolic machinery and screwing up the process, screwing up the communications, throwing a monkey wrench into the gears in your machinery. So there's only two causes of cellular malfunction. Deficiency, not getting enough of what they need. Toxicity, getting too much of something they shouldn't be getting. So that's a simple process. So it doesn't matter what your symptoms are. You can have any one of thousands of so-called diseases. doesn't yeah. matter what, the, what you call it. What you really have is a large number of cells that are malfunctioning because of deficiency and toxicity.
1: Well, wow, that's great. Folks, I'm talking to Raymond Francis, the author of Never Be Sick Again, and he's just given you a wonderful piece of information to carry with you. If you have anything, it is designated as a disease by the doctor. It's because your cells are malfunctioning. So there's only one disease, the cellular malfunction, caused by two things, deficiencies that the cells need to operate correctly and communicate, or toxins, toxins coming from lots of different sources. Where do you find the most toxins come from for the human body? Well, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll get into that, but let me go back just for a moment to to this whole thing about deficiency and, and toxicity yeah, okay. and causing disease. You see, today, the average American, and we know this, study after study, shows that the average American is deficient, chronically deficient, in at least several key nutrients. Okay. A number of studies have also shown that the average American is in toxic overload, bioaccumulating... Hundreds of man-made toxins in their body. Right. Here's the problem. When you, one deficiency or one toxicity can cause a dozen different diseases very, very easily.
1: Yeah, sure. Very, different very names, easily. yeah. Everybody has a bunch of different names. Uh, most people that I find that have cancer have other things that they've been diagnosed with, you know, diabetes Sure-huh. and... Because
0: it's all malfunctioning cells. Yeah, sure. And so, and when you combine all of these, the combinations of of the deficiencies that we have and the combinations of the toxins that we're bioaccumulating in our bodies, and you put all those together, you can produce thousands
1: of symptoms. Yeah, okay. Thousands of symptoms. And, of course, everybody's unique, so the symptoms for one person will not be the same as for another. All
0: of those those things, the the combinations of the deficiencies and toxicities are going to be acting through a unique set of genes,
3: yeah, a unique that's right.
0: biochemistry, then you, you can develop all these diseases um, and go to your doctor and end up with, you know, <laughs> a dozen different drugs. <laughs> and, wow. and what good is it doing? It, it's just poisoning you. It's not solving your problem.
1: Absolutely. But
0: uh, toxins are now a huge problem in our society and major, major cause of disease because yep. the average American is in toxic overload. Uh, and um, and this is unprecedented. It's never happened before. Uh, these man-made chemicals didn't exist. I mean, most of them didn't exist at the time of my birth.
3: Yeah, and, I know. Incredible, now, isn't it?
0: Now we're bioaccumulating a little bit. You know, so what do you do? Well, that's the bad news. I mean, that's the the bad news is we're in toxic overload. Phase. All right. Here's the good news. About 80% of that toxic load is under our Personal control. Okay. So all you need to do is learn where these things are, and then consciously start to avoid them, and you can reduce your toxic load by eighty percent. That's worth doing.
3: Here, here. That is
0: worth doing because you see the reason we're getting sick from this that the body is able to detoxify, but the problem is we've overloaded it. Yeah. We've simply exceeded the body's ability to detoxify, and then we eat bad diets and don't support the detoxification system, yeah. so the toxins are hurting us. But if you reduce your load, wow, that's really wonderful. Well, how do you do that? Yeah, okay. It's simple. Things like personal care products, right. toothpaste, shampoo, deodorant, skin creams, all of these things, most of them are highly
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, the dye that women put in their hair is unbelievably full of toxins, you know. And just even toothpaste. I mean, most of them have fluoride and other things. in Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, Deadly, deadly stuff. Yeah. Well, simple. There are good products out there that Mm -hmm. don't have any of these things in them. Sure. So just buy brand A instead of brand X.
3: Yeah, look around. How simple is that? Yeah. And
0: you've reduced your toxic
3: load. Right on. You just need
0: to know where they are and what to do. Um, And then even in your own home, our homes are so toxic. And if you're going to put a new carpet in your home, for example, think about that. Do you really want to put a new wall-to-wall carpet in your home? Because these things, if they're made of synthetic chemicals, will outgas for decades.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah. Decades. It's hard to even stop it ever, you know.
0: And uh, you can take, and they've done this. They've done experiments. They've taken a new piece of carpet. They've put it in a chamber. They put mice in the chamber. By morning, the mice are dead. Wow! And we're breathing this stuff. Our children are breathing it. Yeah. Our pets are breathing it. Well, don't do that. Consider right. putting in a hardwood floor or right. a tile floor, um, and putting you know area rugs made out of wool or you know. Uh, there are all kinds of safer ways to approach it. So again, we're into making different choices. You don't right. have to radically change your life just have to make some simple,
1: different choices. Sure. Let's talk about an everyday subject for people, which is food, of course. What are the main things that you recommend to people to change about their diet?
0: Get off of the processed foods. Okay. You know, there's only two causes of disease. Remember this. There's one disease, the malfunctioning cell. There's two causes of disease, deficiency and toxicity. Right. 90 cents out of the American food dollar. Is spent to purchase processed foods. Oh my! Processed foods are low in nutrition, so they go deficiency. Yeah. And they contain lots of toxins. There goes your toxicity. Yeah. So processed foods cause disease. So when yeah. you go to the when you go to the grocery store, and you buy a processed food in a can or a jar or a box or the fro, what you're buying is disease.
1: Yes, indeed. Yeah, I just read a study that uh, was done by an actual oncologist, I guess, about uh, colon cancer, and he said the American diet is the primary cause of that. And certainly red meat, but also any kind of processed food, is going to contribute to all kinds of cancer. But colon cancer apparently is one of the primary ways that it, it occurs. You know, just...
0: Well, we have to also understand that that, that meat is loaded. Hormones,
1: with
0: uh, PCBs, with dioxins, pesticides, uh, uh, with you know, goes on and on. Uh, Eighty percent of the average person's pesticide load. You know, we go to the store and we say, "Well, I want to buy organic lettuce, so I don't buy lettuce that has pesticide on it." But eighty percent of our pesticide load comes from eating meat and dairy.
3: That's right. Here, here. Yep, that's right. So, if
0: you're going to buy meat, fine. Hallelujah. Yep. But have it be organic.
1: Yeah, right have on. Have it be
0: organic without all the dangerous chemicals in it.
1: Yeah, get it from, from the right source, but also try and minimize the, the red meat and the pork and right. and concentrate exactly. on fish and chicken, hopefully, from a source that, that well, you know, minimizes and, and the. And eggs
0: are good. I mean, you don't have to kill the animal. Yeah, you there know. you go. <laughs> I, I eat organic eggs, uh-huh. and it's a good source of protein and other nutrients, so... Uh, there's something anybody can do. You don't have to kill animals to do it.
1: Right. Let's tell people how to get this book. Never be sick again by Raymond Francis. It's a wonderful book which will elaborate on what Raymond's talking about here, and it's uh, it's a great book. I recommend everybody get it. Where do we get that? Well, now, what's Bill the best source?
0: Never be sick again's gone all over the world. And yeah, it's even been translated into Chinese. And uh, but it's available at major bookstores like Barnes and Noble and and okay. Borders amazon.com but I can make an offer if people want to buy a copy from Beyond Health and they call the Beyond Health number Uh, what I'll do for them is I'll give them if they mention I I heard it on Bill Henderson's show and Raymond said I could have a free one year subscription to his newsletter Beyond Health News if you do that, I'll give you a free one-year subscription. And normally, it's sixteen ninety-five for this email subscription. Oh,
1: well, that's um, a great deal. How do we is? get to the Beyond Health website now?
0: Uh, well, the Beyond Health website just go to beyondhealth.com. Okay. But if you want this offer, you do have to call in on the eight hundred number and ask for it. And the number is eight hundred two. only costs fourteen ninety five. It's what you'd pay for it at Barnes and Noble, and so you buy a book for fourteen ninety five. You get a free one year newsletter. It's one of the top newsletters in the country for right. sixteen ninety five. So that's a nice gift.
1: Yeah, we appreciate that very much, yeah, Raymond.
0: 800-250-3063.
1: Okay, folks. Yeah, pick up the phone and try calling that right now, and you know, get this book. Believe me, it's one of the best health informative books you'll ever find and helps you get your thinking straight about how to reform your lifestyle, basically. And Raymond gives lots and lots of examples in his book of of people who've recovered. Tell us if you could, if you have one on the top of your head, about one person that you've worked with who has recovered from their cancer
0: god there are so many of them we we just had uh, people read read never be sick again believe it or not people read never be sick again and go home and cure terminal cancer without even talking to me really we had a we had a call as five years ago now we had a call from a guy who's the ceo of a big corporation he said i want to thank you he said you saved my life mm-hmm. i said well how did i do that well as it turns out he had kidney cancer went to the hospital, they removed one kidney. Here's a guy who's just 50 years old, by the way. They removed one one kidney. Uh, They did chemotherapy. The guy was just totally debilitated. Uh, They wheeled him out of the hospital in a wheelchair, and and then they told him the really bad news. They said, your cancer is metastasized all over your body. You have a 50-50 chance of being alive in six months. This guy went to Barnes & Noble, bought a copy of Never Be Sick Again, went home, cured his cancer, Uh, That was five years ago now. He's still in perfect, wonderful health.
1: Wow, Uh, yeah, terrific.
0: We just had a lady that had a a lump in her neck, a malignant lump in her neck. Uh, She went, she had it removed surgically, and a little while later, developed uh, another lump on her arm, and she went to the hospital, and they found out she had five lesions on her lungs, uh, plus this new lesion on her arm, and so the cancer had metastasized. Yeah. They told her she needed immediate surgery. Uh, she went to Barnes & Noble, bought a copy and never be sick again, uh, realized we were in the next town over, and <laughs> uh, she came down and she said, I, I got cancer, what should we do? And we said, well, really simple, you just <laughs> get on a good diet and, uh, <laughs> and here, take some of these supplements. Right. She did everything went away. They kept doing scans on her lungs yeah. because they couldn't believe that the lesions had disappeared. Uh, the doctor who was supposed to do the surgery on her arm kept calling to schedule the surgery, uh, even though he'd already been told that the lesion was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, wow. and she did this in just a couple of months. And So anybody, anybody can do these kinds of oh, things. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, get that book and, and heal yourself. I want to Talk for a minute. Raymond, you've been doing a lot of research recently about cancer because you're writing a book on the subject. And I've been talking to lots and lots of people over the last six, seven years, maybe, I don't know, 3,000 or so cancer patients that I've talked to on the phone. And I've sort of distilled out three causes for cancer, which I want you to comment on that are so common that they seem to cover most people, at least, you know, not just one, but most people have more than one of these. But the three very briefly are some kind of an emotional shock, trauma or long period of stress or something, some emotional component which most people, about 60-70% of the people I talk to can identify something like that that occurred you know, in a time frame, maybe 18 months or so prior to the cancer diagnosis. That's that's one, of course. Number two is what is in their mouth in the way of, of root canal-treated teeth primarily and what are called cavitations in their jaw. And number three is, of course, what they put in their mouth, which is what we've been talking about here. Not just food but, of course, cigarettes and recreational drugs and sodas and on and on. But mostly it's just diet. It's what we eat and the standard American diet, the old S.A.D. Other than the people that work in a really toxic environment, like hairdressers and uh, people in the factory and so on, these three seem to cover most people that I work with. And I could say not just one, but most people have at least two of these. What do you think about that? Is it oversimplifying it? Well,
0: I think there, there are thousands. Of causes of cancer mm-hmm. uh, and those are certainly among them and they're certainly uh, big ones and, and I think your reference to the you know your emotional state and your thoughts I mean even in the medical literature we talk about the cancer personality
3: yeah right
0: so what you put into your mind is always important. And that's another thing that we have to go for, because we have it's body, mind, and spirit. And, and for most of us today, we've disconnected ourselves from, from the spiritual part of ourselves. And, and we need to reconnect to that, because that's the perfect part. And the spirit part of us is perfect. Absolutely. And in fact, uh, in Never Be Sick Again, uh, the subtitle is uh, Health is a Choice, Learn How to Choose It. Right. If I were to write that again today, Bill, uh, I'd write it differently. I'd say health is who you are, and disease is a choice.
3: Yeah. Okay. And that's, I agree. that's what
0: we do, but it's just we don't. Nobody ever told us that. Nobody ever told us that we're choosing disease. Right. Uh, but we do with what we put into our mouths, and you know the American diet, the American lifestyle is bizarre. It it, it has never existed in the history of the world before. And cancer used to be an extremely rare disease, even 100 years ago. Right. It was still a rare disease. And since the end of World War II, it's become an enormous epidemic. So we have to ask ourselves, what have we done?
1: Yeah, well one of the things we've done is treat more people in the name of saving the tooth at all costs with what are called root canals. Right. And this is kind of a misnomer in the sense that the root canal is actually the portion of the tooth that gets ground out to put in some dead substance. But what I found, and I, I want people to read this book because it's one of the better ones and it is readily available, it's called The Roots of Disease by Robert Kulacz, K-U-L-A-C-Z, who is a, a dentist or was a dentist, that's another story. At any rate, uh, Robert's book, The Roots of Disease, while it got him a lot of flack from the American Dental Association and eventually caused him to leave his practice and change his name, literally, to get away from the persecution, it is a wonderful summary of the science behind root canal fillings, and why they cause all the disease they do, and it's an amazing book
0: It is, it is an enormous source of, of, of toxicity to the body because the I guess virtually all of these things end up being infected, and they produce toxins that get into the system. yeah absolutely an enormous toxicological and immunological load on the body. Well, that's not good folks.
3: Yeah, really. (laughs) uh,
0: We don't need that. We're already putting too many other loads on the body. Yeah. But put more on the body. uh, And
1: and I tell people the reason that I'm harping on this a lot, and I have been lately, is because they don't hear it from anybody else. You know, the doctor never checks your dental history. I mean, hey. uh, And the dentist never follows up to see what he did to your health, you know, 10 years later and so on. So everybody needs to get up to speed on this themselves. Well,
0: I've actually heard of people... Curing their cancer by getting rid of their root canal.
1: Yes, I have too. And it it just seems like they've tried everything else, you know, conventional, alternative, and everything. Nothing works. They get their mouth cleaned up and they get well, literally within weeks. It's amazing stuff. Anyway, I'm talking to Raymond Francis, author of Never Be Sick Again, and another great book called Never Be Fat Again, by the way, which you want to take a look at both of them. I think I'd start if you're interested in cancer, as most people listening to this show are. Of course, uh, because it's called How to Live Cancer Free, you're probably interested in it or you wouldn't be listening. Take a look at Never Be Sick Again first, and then keep in mind that Raymond is putting together another great book on cancer, but it'll be out uh, here in, in a few months. He's working on it as we speak, literally. To buy that book, the best place to go is to call this 800 number, because when you do and you say you heard about it on this show, you'll get a free subscription for a year to Raymond's newsletter which he normally charges $16.95 for, so you're getting a deal. The number to call is one 800 250 3063 And the book to ask for, again, is Never Be Sick Again, and the author is Raymond Francis. Raymond, you are a true font of information here. We could go on forever. What would you like to give to people as a primary take-home message here as far as what they need to do about their health?
0: I think that the average person needs to know this, that they do have control over their health. Uh, they don't have to be a victim. They don't have to go and take drugs and have surgery. That they can get well. They can stay well. They can get well. All you need to do is learn how to do that. Right. And, and you can do it. Read Never Be Sick Again. It's a great primer to teach you how to do that. Uh, And and once you do, I mean, once you you start to feel better, I mean, here I am. I almost died at age 48, and and here I am age 72, and I am just soaring. I I never get sick. I'm in perfect health. I feel fabulous. I have boundless energy. (laughs) I've had one cold in the last 21 years. My arteries are down to age 26. Not shabby.
1: I know I've I've met you, Raymond, and I know exactly how you look and and feel, and I I feel pretty much the same way myself. I think I'm probably not down to 26 in the arteries, but I may be down in the 40s somewhere, and I'm working on it. But at any rate, uh, it's great. I would like it if you would, though, to comment uh, on this pro the project to end disease, the Tped if you would about where that is and where people can find out more about it.
0: Well, we have T-Peds uh, all over all over the country, and in fact, uh, I'm just going up uh, very shortly and going up next week, I think, uh, up to Toronto to kick off one of the latest uh, chapters in uh, the new chapters in in uh, Canada. The Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, we have them in San Francisco, and we have them in uh, Walnut Creek, and we have them in Marin County. And if you don't have a T-Ped in your town, you can start one
3: yeah and right we'll
0: help you and, and that's you go to TPED for a year and you'll learn how to get well and stay well and it's real easy to start one. You just need to get a, a, a place where you can have a meeting and it might even be your living room
3: <laughs> yeah, and, right.
0: uh, and get some people there and we supply the educational materials in fact, all the educational materials are going to be supplied in, in DVD format. So you yeah. just play it on the, on, the, on a TV. And you get educated, and it 's just really powerful, yeah,
1: it sounds pretty simple to set one up. Where do people go to find out if there's one close by where when they live? Oh, call,
0: call that eight hundred number eight hundred two five zero three zero six three call if there's uh, you know to find out where there's one in your community uh, or how to start one
1: yeah, okay, great, so that same number will work for for both the book and Absolutely. the tape yeah, uh, yeah the project to end disease i 've been to one of Raymond's meetings in San Francisco, and it was very, very interesting, and a lot of a lot of folks attended that, and we found it uh, very, very educational. So you don't need Raymond, you need just the materials that he provides to educate people about how to restore their health, and of course, Never Be Sick Again, the name of his book. Raymond, thank you so much. I really enjoyed our, our conversation as usual, and, and I hope, hope people got a lot out of this, and they'll get, of course, a lot more by reading your book and certainly will look forward to the book on cancer. When do you think that will be done about it?
0: Well, gosh, it, it, it may not be published. Uh, I, I, I'm, it, it's hard to say. But yeah, I don't want to put you, put my, you under my, pressure.
1: <laughs> my goal
0: is to have it published uh, by September of 2010.
1: I see. Okay, so you're still working on the research. and, and Yeah, solid... we're
0: still doing a lot of research on it. It's, it's, it, and it's, it. Let me tell you, it's not easy plowing through all those papers. Some oh, I know. Are, hours and hours just to read one paper
1: yeah tell me about it so well we'll look forward to that but uh, in the meantime people can get enough to get well out of your book never be sick again as many other people have so just go there folks thank you so much raymond we'll talk hey, to you thank again you, soon Bill,
0: it's always a great pleasure and, and thank you for the great public service you're
1: doing for people oh that's uh, my joy really every day T- take it easy raymond we'll see you again soon thank you Bye 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 bye
2: Thanks for listening to How to
0: Live Cancer-Free with Bill Henderson.